fighting for freedom every day. You as the individual, you have the power. You don't have to join a union. You go in as an entry-level position. You get the experience that you need. And then as you work up, you get better at your job, which means they pay you more. If they don't pay you more, then you go to another company to show what you've learned and what your value is to where you can get more. If they really don't like that, then you can go and start your own damn business because we have a free market, laissez-faire, capitalist society, allegedly, to where you can actually go off and do your own thing. This is the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Darn right it is. Hey, welcome into the program. Happy Monday, wrapping up the first day of the week, the greatest day of the entire week. I don't want to forget that one because we have set the tone, we have set the goals, we have set the ambition for us to rock it and kick some butt going into the day today. Welcome into the show. This is the Voice of Reason. I am Andy Hoosier, broadcasting live out of the heart of the nation. Here in Wichita, Kansas, on our flagship radio station. We are all over the country, multiple radio stations, TV stations, live streaming and podcasting, wherever you may be watching or listening. We appreciate you very, very much. Boy, we have a lot to get to today. No guests today. One of those rarities where you and I are just going to sit back, chit the chat, have some fun, have a drink at the end of the bar stool, look into each other's eyes and try and figure out a way to stop the crazy radical left-wing progressives like we do every day. Does that sound like a good plan? uh, It is totally absurd. Okay. Welcome in. (laughs) No guests, as we mentioned. We have a lot to get to, though. There was obviously a lot of news that came out over the weekend. We'll get to the latest poll numbers for the Democrats. An elementary school that is telling its kids as a school project to go find the racist member of your family. What the heck does that mean? We'll get to all that and more here in just a second. First and foremost, uh, during the weekend, I got a lot of messages from listeners from all over the country that had seen about tornadoes here in the Kansas area, which we're under another tornado watch right now in Wichita, which is kind of fun. Uh, I'm not going to talk too much about it right now because obviously not all my listeners are around this area. But for those that did reach out over the weekend, yes, I am just fine. Thank you for asking. Thank you for reaching out. Thank you for caring. It was, I honestly didn't even know about it until like midnight that night. It happened, I guess, like eight, nine o'clock at night and wasn't even aware. Had no clue until like midnight. I went to bed. Oh, well, there's a tornado in the area. And uh, just, I didn't know. Now, if there were I would be one of the guys out there taking a selfie on the front porch while my wife, Mrs. Voice of Reason, who grew up in Colorado, is extremely terrified of them. And she would be hiding in the basement and ready to, like, wait for the zombie apocalypse. Nothing wrong with that. She's all prepared. She's got it. But... She'll be down there while I'm out in the front yard trying to take a selfie with the tornadoes. So there's the big difference there. But, yes, we are fine. Uh, thoughts and prayers to everybody that was affected, not just the ones here in Kansas, but I know there were some down in Texas or Alabama over the weekend as well, some other big tornadoes. Thoughts and prayers to everybody that's been affected. They are devastating. They have torn up a lot of stuff and uh, caused a lot of issues. That's issue number one. Issue number two, if you are watching the video feed right now, which you can on the OpsLens website or app at opslens.com, on their app. You can download their app for free and watch videos. You can also watch on their social media feeds. If you are watching, I look like a daggone lobster today. Good golly. So, <laughs> yesterday, yesterday, the family, we decided to go to the county zoo in the community because we had a radio promotion for one of our other local radio stations in the area. And it was our newly purchased station that the company has of our uh, La Raza, which is a Spanish station. Now, we're changing our format locally for people outside of the Wichita market. They're like, I don't care, Andy, but it's really setting up the scene, so hang tight. We purchased a new radio station for our cluster that I work with here, 
uh, with Stecklane Communications, and it's currently his, uh, Hispanic, Spanish station. We It's a digital channel, so we're keeping that, but we're going to change formats for the HD1 and turn it into Classic Country. It's an awesome format, really looking forward to it. But because it's currently a Spanish station, they've been planning a really big Cinco de Mayo party, which obviously it's not Cinco de Mayo on Sunday on the 1st, but that's when they celebrated it at the county zoo. It was a major event. Like 10,000 people showed up to this thing. It was, as Donald Trump would say, huge and bigly. And as part of the radio station, I wanted to go and check it out. So we took the entire Voice of Reason family out to the zoo yesterday and walked around till about from like 10 a.m. to about 6 in the afternoon. And if you're watching the video feed, you can see that I got a lot of sun. Now, I will forewarn you that I, here's what happens with me. I joke on the radio all the time that I glow in the dark, which I do. I am very pale of skin. I have zero ancestry outside of like Scandinavia and Ireland. So I burn very easily. I have very, uh, uh, very light skin. But if I can do it right, then I can get really dark and I can get a nice tan. I just have to keep it maintained. I always burn the first time out in the sun for the year. Like for the long set, I always burn. Now, if I can keep it and it doesn't start like getting dry and getting flaky and like burn off and just go away, then I, if I keep it maintained, I can get a really good tan all year long. It's just keeping it. So I've been, and they laugh at me here at the studio today because I've been going back and forth. I have a washcloth that I started last night when we got back from the zoo and then all day today where I keep it damp and I've been putting it in the freezer and then sticking it on my forehead while I've been doing the work today because I can feel the heat radiating from my head today. At the same time, for those that watch, you also see that I kind of do like a semi mohawk thing and the sides of my head are shaved. This is the first time that the sides of my head have ever seen sunlight as well. So again, the sides of my head are radiating heat. And I've been putting the ice uh, cloth, washcloth, on the head today trying to keep it relatively cool. And it feels amazing. If you've never tried it, you should definitely try it. Next time you get a sunburn, it feels awesome. So if you see me with the washcloth, don't laugh at me on the live feed. I'm just doing what I need to to survive, all right? We do what we have to do here on this program. <laughs> Welcome into the show. So today, I was getting ready for the program, and throughout the day today, I got to admit, I have been gaining a lot of followers on social media, especially on the Tweety. Now, I have my Truth Social, so if you are on Truth Social, you can find me at Who's Your Reason, H-O-O-S-E-R Reason. I have that one. That's Donald Trump's, still number one or two in the world for the uh, best app right now, or the most downloaded app, so a lot of people are still using that one. But I've also gotten some new gains on the Tweety now that Elon Musk is in the transition of purchasing that platform, and conservatives feel like they feel a little bit more comfortable on that site. I was up around 5,000 followers at one time. Not a lot, but some. I was up decently. And then during the Trump purge and purge of conservative uh, uh, um, um, different pages, I lost. I went from like 5,000 down to like 1,500. Like I died. And it was ridiculous. And I haven't done much with it. But now in the last week, I've gotten about, I don't know, four or 500 more. I think I'm just about right around 2,000 again on that one. So you can follow me on there, and I'll start using it again a little more frequently now that it's a little more active. But... I, I want to use this as an example for this disinformation governance board that's going on at the federal level. Here in Kansas, there is the former head of our Kansas Department of Health and Environment. And every state obviously has one. The KDHE is what we have or the Health and Human Services, whatever department it is in your state, wherever you may be. There's the head doctor that's been handling the COVID issues in your state. Now, ours has been a very, very left-wing progressive doctor who 
is no longer there, and I'm not quite sure why he left that department now that the pandemic's just about over. He's gone. He stepped aside on his own accord. He walked away, and I just don't know why. But while he was there during the pandemic, he was one of those guys who just really, really loved to be behind the camera and behind the microphone. They, Him along with the governor here would do like a daily press conference, and he would sit up there and talk more than what the governor talked and would talk about his science and this and that and the other. Well, now he's not there anymore, and he's apparently become the keyboard warrior on the Tweety. And I actually had a conversation with him today as I was going through my day today on the social media site, and it was an interesting conversation to the point where I gotta we got to pat ourselves on the back a little bit on this program because we don't just say things to just say things. We say them with intent and with information and with fact on our side. So we can't be saying and other people claiming that we are. You are fake news. Yeah, we, we actually show that we actually know what we're talking about, or at least we have some sort of backing up to the points that we make because I got the former health Department of Health and Environment doctor, head doctor, to admit to me on the Tweety that alongside the vaccine for COVID-19 or as a supplement to the COVID-19 vaccine, it is just as important to be doing the holistic remedy, which is the proper diet, proper exercise, and the deficiency of D3 vitamins. Now, if you've listened to this program for any stint of time during the pandemic, I've said that while you, if you choose to get the vaccine, that's cool. I have not gotten the COVID-19 vaccine, nor will I choose their plan to get the vaccine, but I haven't because D3, which is a vitamin that boosts your immune system, specifically boosts your immune system for lung issues, like if you get pneumonia or something, which would be really helpful and beneficial if you get COVID that attacks your lungs and gives you pneumonia-like symptoms. If you take B, uh, vitamin D3 along with zinc and magnesium that helps break it down, then that would be an immune booster just as effective as the COVID-19 vaccine. Now, I've been in a lot of discussions on social media over the last couple of years about that issue, and they try to discredit me. The head doctor, former head doctor of the Department of Health and Environment, admitted that that was true to me on the social media today. Now, this is a guy like moi who is not a doctor, who has not gone to medical school, but actually takes some time to do some research on my own. And then the head doctor that admits it. Now, my next question was, why has not that not been part of the conversation during the last two years with COVID. Why has it always been masking and vaccinations? And his response is, oh, no, I've been talking about that every press conference. It's on the KDHE website. It's on the, it, I've been talking about it forever. And I didn't respond yet because I know I'm not going to get a straight answer. But my response was going to be no. As member of the media, I haven't seen a single thing about it. Maybe they have a little thing on there on the website about, oh, by the way, but it needs to be promoted, as I've said throughout this entire thing. It needs to be promoted just as much of, hey, if you want to get the vaccine, get the vaccine. If you don't want to get the vaccine, here are some other options for you to do as well that would be just as effective. And they don't like to admit it. But I finally got them to admit it, so I had to take a snapshot of it on the on the social media because these are the types of things that the Disinformation Governance Board that's about to start in Washington, D.C., are going to be strictly looking at. If you talk about, I don't know, Hunter Biden's laptop, if you talk about vitamins that could supplement away from a synthetic vaccine to be injected with with five different uh, booster shots to it, if you talk about gun crimes within inner city communities, if you talk about Hillary Clinton's indictment in the Durham investigation, if you talk about uh, you know voter fraud that could potentially be happening, whether it swings an election or not, but just fraud in general, these are the big trigger warnings, red flag notices that the federal government's going to be looking at 
with this new disinformation board while they have a three-tiered step program. It's kind of like the 12-step program for AA, but it's not because this is for the conservative AA on how not to be conservative. Number one, it's only three steps for these guys, though. Number one, it's removing stories that they don't want you to know about. Removing it away so you can't actually go back to the reference and be like, look, haha, they reported this a year ago. It's not there anymore. Boom, gone, over. It's correcting the stories that did come out there. These aren't the droids you're looking for. There is no investigation on Hillary Clinton. There is no investigation into Hunter Biden's laptop. That is Russian misinformation, and we don't want that spreading out there onto social media and other places as well. There is no laptop. We don't know anything about something like that. There is no voter fraud that goes on ever in any way, shape, or form at all, ever, if you know what I mean. They don't want you to know these things. So they remove those stories, then they correct the stories. There's actually nothing here, or this is all that we meant, or this is what was supposed to happen. Remember the Barack Obama era? He was really good at that stuff. He was really good at that, trying to make it really cool and suave. And, oh, look, you know, you guys are just taking us to the extreme. There's nothing bad going on here. And making us feel a little bit more at ease when we shouldn't be. Then... Moving forward, once all of that's done, we go another half a generation where they've forgotten about the stories. You can't find anything about the stories to back up your claims later on. When my generation's old and be like, back in my day, I remember when Hillary Clinton was investigated. And they come back and be like, there's nothing on Google about that, so you must be telling a bunch of crap. Come on, Grandpa, you're not going to tell us any of that stuff that's not true, right? It is totally absurd. Yeah. Once they get to that level, then they get to pick and choose the stories with the mainstream media, the propaganda machine, the government-run agency of the media bias, to where now they tell you what is the truth and what is not the truth. It's the long-term game with those progressives, but we're on to it. We're aware of it. I don't know how long this is going to last, but we need to shut it down and shut it down like before it even begins. Because as you know, once a government agency or department gets started, it'll never go away. It may be smaller than what they like, but it'll always be there, and it will grow in time. Lots more coming up on The Voice of Reason. Stay here. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Andy Hoosier here, reminding you, not only can you listen to The Voice of Reason on your favorite radio station, but also check out the video of the program on TV and online. We're excited to be working with our partners over at OpsLens to bring The Voice of Reason live every day on their website at OpsLens.com, on the OpsLens app that you can download on any of your smartphones, or on any of the OpsLens social media. It's a great network that broadcasts multiple shows promoting truth, reason, and common sense, reaching thousands of viewers every day, all day long. Plus, while you're there, you can always watch some of the best highlights of the show during the weekends or read our latest opinion columns on topical issues of the day. Also, if you want to interact with me during the program, just leave a comment on their social media or the OpsLens app stream. You can always join the live chat rooms, or if it's easier, just email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com. Again, that's HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com. This is your show, and we want to hear from you. Why? Because it's time for you to be your own voice of reason in your own community. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at HoosierReason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or find our contact information at HoosierReason.com. 
Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. You want some more reasons throughout the day? Well, now it's easier than ever to find. Here's what you do. Check out the website at HoosierReason.com. There you can find past shows, links to all of our social media, special features, our monthly blogs, and a heck of a lot more. Plus, make sure to check in frequently as we're constantly working to add more goodies that you'll really enjoy. Also, you can always subscribe and follow our social media sites for bonus content, articles that we use on the show, or maybe some additional rants. Yeah, it's all that and so much more. Check it all out at HoosierReason.com. Bring some reason into your day. This is the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Welcome back in 24 minutes past the hour. Hey, by the way, we got to sit in as a guest on Armed American Radio's Daily Defense, hour number one, just right before the show actually started. I'm going to be filling in for that program on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday this week, three days in a row uh, for the first hour of the program. Obviously, his second hour is the same hour as this program. However, we are talking about, we tested it a little bit today on finding ways to simulcast his show and my show together in at least portions of, so therefore we can try and fill in in that sense as well. So that'll be kind of neat. Looking forward to that. Working more projects with Armed American Radio and with Mark Walters as well with this show and with his show. It's kind of awesome how we can kind of tag team some of that stuff. So we're working on different ideas. Keep uh, keep an ear out, but uh, definitely tune into his program on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday as I'll be guest hosting that one as he's out and traveling and doing some stuff. Always love filling in and talking about some Second Amendment issues with him. I'm trying to think of during this whole whole you know disinformation board i'm trying to think of all the references because for some reason my generation or the generation we're living in right now is fascinated with doomsday the end of times the armageddon which if it's here it's here you know (laughs) there's not much we can do about it so we just kind of go about our business and wait for it to happen if it is honestly like you know bring it on man the world's a crazy place anyways i'm kind of ready let's do this thing if the zombie apocalypse happens again Bring it on, man. I'm ready. Like, it's crazy times anyway. Let's just do this thing and be done with it, right? So I'm kind of prepared and kind of okay with it if it does happen. But we are fascinated with it. But we're also really since the 80s have been fascinated with, like, futuristic government utopias. And whether it's because we've been fascinated by it and we've thought about it enough that it's kind of manifesting itself to happen in reality now, or whether we just kind of saw the future of what was to come, the book 1984 or, you know, it's a Demolition Man. I always go back to Demolition Man because it's such a cheesy, awesome Sylvester Stallone movie. But yet it really shows what we're about to go into today. In my generation, we have The Hunger Games, if you watch The Hunger Games, Harry Potter, if you watch The Harry Potter with the Minister of Magic, uh, The Giver. Remember that book, The Giver? It was a great, it was a great book. It was a terrible movie. Terrible movie. I hated it. They made it all futuristic, and it wasn't supposed to be all futuristic. It was very strange. But the book itself of The Giver was fantastic. I remember reading that in middle school. And uh, But all of those were a reference to what we're kind of seeing right now with this disinformation governance board, where the government, this larger entity overseeing society, is now going to be telling you what is okay, what is not okay, what is truth, what is not truth, what is fact, what is not fact. They are setting reality for us instead of us figuring it out ourselves. And that's a very scary thing. And uh, it's something, again, with their three-step move to remove stories, to correct the stories, and then moving forward to be able to choose the stories. We no longer have a free press. I mean, what is it supposed to do? According to Politico.com, they try to describe exactly what this is supposed to be. Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas, who's going to run this thing, quote, it works to ensure that the way in which we address threats, the connectivity between threats and acts of violence are addressed without infringing on free speech, protecting civil rights and civil liberties, the right of privacy, 
um, according to Mayorkas, as they went on CNN. Now, how do you preserve free speech, protect civil rights and civil liberties, and the right to privacy while you work to address threats that you deem? I don't even know what you deem as a threat because that's such a wide, weird margin that's non-defined anymore. You don't know what a terrorist is. You don't know what a radical is. You don't know what a white supremacist is. You don't know what a racist is. You don't know what a... Uh, I mean, alpha males, like masculine individuals, is that considered now a threat? Is that considered now part of the problem in society? Oh, yeah. Is that what we're dealing with right now? What is the definition of the threat? And why would we even try to define that? Free speech means free speech. You can say whatever's on your mind. You have the right to say whatever is on your mind. And we're going to protect that right for you to say whatever is on your mind. Now, if it is, quote-unquote, misinformation, if it is something that's not factually true, then you, as a government entity who doesn't like that misinformation, has to do a better job of being more transparent to show what is true instead of the, well, that's a conspiracy theory. No, it just means you're not doing a good enough job being transparent, letting us know what's actually going on. You don't stop the conversation. You beat it by actually showing more fact and evidence, but that's something you just don't like to do. Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. You know, when I get off the air every day, the battle for me against limited government censorship and even unfactual content is far from over. That's why now I'm so happy to say that the Hoosier Media Network is giving you more opportunity to catch the voice of reason along with other great shows and podcasts. It's been a long time in the works, and now you can finally enjoy more great content, services, and topical shows. We're the safe space for alternative talk, information, and ideas that the mainstream media absolutely hates. From holistic and alternative medicine, discussions on religion and spirituality, hear entertainment shows, and of course yours truly with the voice of reason. Plus, we offer numerous media services, including helping you set up your own podcast, become your own voice of reason, and bring your expertise to any fun issue or topic. For information on all of our shows, links to podcasts, each show website or social media link, or to find out about everything we do to challenge the mainstream establishment, visit our website at HoosierMedia.com. Again, that's HoosierMedia.com, the future of media. When Reason Meets Radio, you're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. All right, you are. Welcome back into the program. Thanks for hanging out today. Halfway through the show for the first day of the week, radio, TV, live streaming, podcasting, multiple radio stations all over the country. TV, live streaming on the Ops Lens and our social media, also on the website, podcasting there after the program. Really, you have no opportunity to not listen to the show. So thanks for hanging out with us today. <laughs> there is a new book out, and I got to be honest, I'm surprised that NBC and Meet the Press actually talked to the authors of this book. But uh, there was a This Will Not Pass, a new book by authors Jonathan Martin and Alexander Burns, uh, former New York Times reporters, that wrote about Kamala Harris and why she's so upset about thinking that it was a sign of disrespect for people in the West Wing to not stand up when she walked in like like they do the president that she now asked, apparently she has asked White House staff members to stand when she walks into the room. I mean, yeah, that's crazy. So um, there you go. 
This just shows the ego that that woman has, and that's why so many people despise her with an absolute passion. Um, okay, you know what? We were going to do something unique, but they left. So we're not going to worry about that right now. We were going to. So as many know, this is the national broadcast of the show, and we are here's some little bit of behind the scenes for you. We're working on setting up an 800 number to be able to call into the program. We don't have a lot of stations that air it live right now outside of our flagship here in Wichita. But there are other stations, obviously, that carry it, just don't carry it live. But as we get some more affiliates on, we're going to start opening it up to phone calls. And during the break, we had a caller call in to want to chime in just from the local studio line here that's here in Wichita. We were going to take it, but they dropped off. So sorry we weren't able to get to you. But um, yeah, we are, as a programming side, we are working on lines behind the scenes. We are going to work on an 800 number to where anybody in the country can call into the program and comment about what's going on because I want to start hearing from you and I love taking phone calls on our shows. Here's the latest in what's trending right now. What's trending today? What's trending today? So we have the disinformation that continues. And I asked the last question, the last half hour about uh, what is misinformation? What is extremism? What do they consider as a threat? Because according to them, it's a threat if I don't know. They're looking to try and stop threats. However, they're still trying to protect freedom of speech, which <laughs> I don't know how you can do both. Either you censor people with what they say or you allow them to have freedom of speech. And if the freedom of speech is threatening, then obviously it's a threat and you handle it in a threatening manner, as in you file charges, you put a restraining order, you do that sort of stuff. That is not a violation of freedom of speech. That is protection. And you can do that. you got to remember our three pillars of conservatism here, which is the right to life, the right to liberty, and the right to private property. I have a right to my life and my healthy mindset, and if you come and try to attack me physically or verbally, I have the right to defend myself, whether that is using a firearm, whether that's breaking your nose, or whether that's putting a restraining order on you. That's not violating your freedom of speech for you to have the right to knock on my door and say something malicious to me every single night. It's not going to happen. We have the right to stop that. Social media, online, it is supposed to be the wild, wild west. You can say whatever you want to. Now, if someone spreads misinformation, as I said going into the break, you have the duty as a government to not just shun it and say, nope, not allowed to talk about that. That's not true. These aren't the droids you're looking for. You're not supposed to do that. What you are supposed to do, however, is you're supposed to be more transparent to say, look, these claims are out here. Here's all the information. Open up all the documents. Open up all the investigations. Open up all the stuff that's going on. And that way you can see for yourself that that's not true and that's not what's going on. Obviously, the government's not going to do that. They don't like doing that. So it's easier for them to create a disinformation governance board to stop this quote-unquote misinformation. But as they say, according to this, that it's supposed to stop violence and protect people, what is considered violence in today's times? We hear about ultra-masculinity. Is that violence? Is that going to be the alpha male that's talking about trying to do a, a daredevil stunt to try to attract the ladies that's talking really, you know, the, the big meathead and muscle bodybuilder guy that's, is that ultra-masculinity? Do we need to start silencing them? It's because they're on roids, man. They're going to say something really, really bad or really stupid. A military guy or gal that's very stern. Hey, this is the way we operate. We're in the military. It's just, yes, sir, yes, ma'am, do our duty and just go about our day. Is that extremism in today's times because well i guess not because they like taking i mean they take marching orders and democrats love marching orders so maybe that one actually wouldn't fit a whole lot what about racism is that hateful i mean obviously it's stupid we don't like racism in any way shape or form but if you uh say something racist should you be called out on it sure you should be called out on it absolutely hey 
That's kind of a dumb comment. That makes no sense. Why would you judge someone based on their skin color? Democrats. Democrats. Oh, sorry. Did I say that out loud? Uh, but now anything could be labeled as extreme. A head, the head of this new disinformation governance board has come out and said that now trying to be critical of the vice president, Kamala Harris, because she's not the brightest crayon in the box uh, and not very intelligent in any way, shape or form, by criticizing her on social media is now a threat to national security, which I can't say without laughing because that's a joke in itself right there. After the last four years of talking about how Donald Trump should be eliminated and should be beheaded or should be killed or should be taken out or whatever, they the left tried to say for years now, all of a sudden, criticizing an elected official is somehow a threat to national security. I find that hilarious. But they're crafting the new generation to think this way while thinking that they're not thinking this way. And here's what I mean with our What's Trending story of the day. What's trending today? There's an elementary school, according to Fox News, in Washington, D.C., where the teachers gave the four-year-olds. Now, four-year-olds, that's what, like kindergarten, first grade? My daughter's ending second grade, and she's in, she's seven, about to turn eight. So that would that's a kindergarten, preschool maybe. There's an elementary school in Washington, D.C. that had a project for the four-year-olds. According to Fox News, a public elementary school in Washington, D.C. gave children as young as four a lesson on anti-racism that asked them to identify racist members of their family. According to the letter out that came out on November 30th of last year, Janney Elementary School Principal Danielle Singh in the students' pre-K through third grade participated in the Anti-Racism Fight Club presented by speakers Doyen Richards. So, as a four-year-old, their duty was to go home, talk to their family, see their extended family, and come back to school with their lesson on who in their family was a racist. In an attempt to fight anti-racism, quote, as part of this work, each student had a fist, uh, had a uh, fist, uh, a fist book, a fist book to help continue the dialogue. That's what it says. Uh, typo on Fox News. Thanks, guys. Uh, to continue the dialogue at school and at home, uh, we recognize that anytime we engage topics such as race and, e- and equity, not equality again, but it's the equity, we may experience a variety of emotions. This is a normal part of the learning and growing process. As a school community, we want to continue the dialogue with our students and understand this is just the beginning. Let me tell you something. If you're taking four-year-olds and telling them to go home and find the racist member of their family and that's just the beginning, where the hell is the end of this thing? Good golly. And by the way, when did we go from, again, the equity part from the equality part? If we're talking about race and equality, all right, we can talk about equality, but no, we're talking about equity. So the kids had to go home and find the racist members. Now, what does it, I guess what the term is now to be racist? Do they have to say something derogatory? Do they have to say something racist or believe something racist? Do they have to be flying a Donald Trump flag? Do they have to be flying a Confederate rebel flag? Do they have to be just white? Because apparently just people are white supremacists. If you're white and you already have in your DNA racist attributes to you. And by teaching these kids to think about skin color and race, doesn't that make them become aware of racial issues as opposed to being oblivious of it and just going about their day without thinking about somebody's skin color? The ones that are saying they're ending racism, they're creating the new generation of racists. You think 
or you would think that the young generation you wouldn't even mention that stuff whether they go to school with kids with you know that are maybe Asian or Hispanic or African American or or whatever doesn't matter Native American you could go to school and they wouldn't even notice it until you say hey that kid looks different than you does don't they and they're like oh yeah I guess they kind of do I never even recognized that my daughter uh, when we were in town the first time before we had made some moves and done stuff. She had some friends that were black because there were some black kids that were near us in our neighborhood. They came over for her birthday party. She had a grand old time. Never even thought about it. Never does even think about it. Why? Because I've never sat down with her and had the conversation of, hey, your skin color is this color. Your hair color is this color. These other kids have a different skin color and a different hair color. Therefore, they're different than you and you need to treat them differently. I've never had that conversation with her because I don't want her to think in that manner because I don't think in that manner. I want her to have a friend and a friend that's whatever age, whatever race, whatever gender, other than the two genders that are actually real, (laughs) and just have friends and do their thing. And not think about that crap. But now we have four-year-olds being brainwashed into racism by teaching them to go and not only become racist, but to look for and call out the quote-unquote racism in their families. Hey, they're going to come back to class. Uncle Bob is a racist. Why is he a racist? Well, because he is white and he has a Trump flag in his front yard. Good job, little Billy. All right, A-plus for you. I mean, what kind of crap are we teaching our kids? And this is why... People are so upset with the public education system. It's Washington, D.C. It's somewhat expected from them, but come on, man. The definitions are vague. The definitions are changed and manipulated. The propaganda is just oozing through this quote-unquote anti-racism fight club, which I thought they were against fighting and violence as well, so why they would call this a fight club, I have no clue in any way, shape, or form. But are they making kids think certain ways for an agenda because they wouldn't normally think this way unless they were actually brought to their attention in these schools and the teachers actually telling them this sort of stuff? This is crazy. And this is why we need to take hold of our public education system again. This is why we need to run for the school boards. This is why we need to look at alternatives to this because, man, and then for the teacher to be like, hey, I know this brings up a lot of emotion. That's a growing process. We're going to continue to trigger you, to shake you up, to make the kids the guinea pigs of our social experiment because it's going to be emotionally triggering for you as we continue to change the norm and fundamentally change the United States of America. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Andy Hoosier here, reminding you, not only can you listen to The Voice of Reason on your favorite radio station, but also check out the video of the program on TV and online. We're excited to be working with our partners over at OpsLens to bring The Voice of Reason live every day on their website at OpsLens.com, on the OpsLens app that you can download on any of your smartphones, or on any of the OpsLens social media. It's a great network that broadcasts multiple shows promoting truth, reason, and common sense, reaching thousands of viewers every day, all day long. Plus, while you're there, you can always watch some of the best highlights of the show during the weekends or read our latest opinion columns on topical issues of the day. Also, if you want to interact with me during the program, just leave a comment on their social media or the OpsLens app stream. You can always join the live chat rooms, or if it's easier, just email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com. Again, that's HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com. This is your show, and we want to hear from you. Why? Because it's time for you to be your own voice of reason in your own community. 
Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. You want some more reason throughout the day? Well, now it's easier than ever to find. Here's what you do. Check out the website at HoosierReason.com. There you can find past shows, links to all of our social media, special features, our monthly blogs, and a heck of a lot more. Plus, make sure to check in frequently as we're constantly working to add more goodies that you'll really enjoy. Also, you can always subscribe and follow our social media sites for bonus content, articles that we use on the show, or maybe some additional rants. Yeah, it's all that and so much more. Check it all out at HoosierReason.com. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at HoosierReason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or find our contact information at HoosierReason.com. Fighting for freedom every day. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Welcome back into the program. Thanks for hanging out with us today. Last couple minutes here on the show as we wrap up for a Monday. So this Anti-Racism Fight Club Fist Book. Okay, so that's the book. That's what it's called. The Anti-Racism Fight Club Fist Book for Kids. Teaching kids violence to fight things that they're not supposed to. So we don't want violence, but we want them to have a Fight Club Fist Book on how to fight racism. Here's what they say now. The title itself and the topic itself is an interesting one because they really take they really take lessons honestly from uh, different religious teachings and then just abuse it and manipulate it into you want to talk about the religion of progressivism and how they make it into a church don't believe in a higher power believe in what the government tells you and what the progressives tell you they're doing this here's how to deal with racism from loved ones according to one section in the book just because someone is older than you doesn't mean that they're right all of the time now in that general wide range to perspective, I can agree with that. There are many adults that are way older than me that I do not agree with and does not make them right in any way, shape, or form. Those that believe in socialism, just because they've lived until the age of 60 in that mindset, that's good for them. They can believe all they want to. doesn't mean that they're right. doesn't mean that I'm right either, necessarily all the time either. <laughs> it's a joke, right? See, we're always right on this, sir, on this show. Again, sarcasm for the left that just doesn't quite get it. And he's really full of himself today. Golly. So you're right. Being older doesn't mean that you're just right all the time. However, here's what they go on to say. Trying to teach the children to be um, not listening to their elders, not listening to older individuals, especially if you're four years old, you kind of need to listen to what your parents tell you. Just saying, if you have kids in the car listening right now and you're four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten 10 years old, listen to your parents. Do as they say. They're teaching you and guiding you on the right path. Are they always right? No, but they're doing it in the best interest of you. Listen, until you get old enough to go out and try and dabble into the waters yourself and figure it out yourself, listen to what the parents say. That's really hard when it comes to the teenage years when I got called every name in the book as being some type of quote-unquote rebel. (laughs) Little old me? Come on, man. Here's what they say. If someone doesn't uh, believe that people should be treated equally based on the color of their skin, then they are the problem. Parents need to stop making excuses for that behavior if they truly believe in anti-racism. Who in your family has racist beliefs? Do you think that they can change their ways? What is your strategy for dealing with them? Is the questions they have to these five-year-olds and six-year-olds in the public education system fighting racism. Now, in order for you to be aware of that, you need to teach them. 
what racism is and then trying to find it in their own lives and with their own family members, which, okay, but what are we teaching again that is racism? Hey, a good sign. Do they have like the tail signs? Here's some signs to look out for. Rebel Confederate flags hanging in front of their yard. Donald Trump flags. Someone who wears a MAGA hat. Someone that has a pale glow-in-the-dark skin that probably gets like lobster red when they're in the sun too long. <laughs> like, is that what we're teaching them? Because there's a, there was a, I don't know if I've said this story on the air before. My brother was in, was it college? I think it was college. Uh, he's not in college anymore. He's doing way more career things than I am, just bantering on the radio every day. But he does really cool stuff. He was in college, and he told me the story of one of his professors that while he was there, now this is Colorado again, so take it with a grain of salt because there are a bunch of crazy left-wing progressive professors out there, that the professor, the professor, not the students, the professor themselves literally said that my brother was the prime example of the problem with society because he was white and therefore he was white privileged, and he had both of his parents that have not been divorced and are still together. And because he had a solid family unit with two parents that were undivorced and that he was white, he therefore enjoyed the luxury life of a white privileged individual, and therefore he was the problem with society. Yeah, that was told to my brother. Now, if I were in that class, I would have made some FCC non-approved language for that class and would never have gone back. He is a little bit more of the softer-spoken individual to where he was just like, yeah, okay, and just kind of went on about his business because that's how insane those guys actually are. But if that's being taught, you can imagine what they're teaching four-year-olds to, quote-unquote, fight racism with a fist book and a fight club because that's the totalitarian mob that they're brainwashing and raising with our young generation, the anti-racism fight club fistbook for kids, telling the kids at four to go and find the racist member of their family and report it back to school. Wow, I'm glad we're teaching kids to look for race and become the little racist of the young generation. Well done, guys. Well done. It just shows we have a lot of work to do in our public education system. That does it for us today. Podcast up in a little bit tomorrow. Major show. Dr. Ben Carson comes on the show live with us tomorrow. Right at the top of the hour, kick off of the program. You're not going to want to miss that. Until then, be your own voice of reason. It's time for you to speak up, speak out, speak loud, speak proud, speak the truth, and always speak some reason. This is the voice of reason. I'm Andy Hoosier, ready for a big lineup today and for this week. Stay tuned in. Until then, have a great day. We'll see you on the radio. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. You know, when I get off the air every day, the battle for me against limited government censorship and even unfactual content is far from over. That's why now I'm so happy to say that the Hoosier Media Network is giving you more opportunity to catch the voice of reason along with other great shows and podcasts. It's been a long time in the works, and now you can finally enjoy more great content, services, and topical shows. We're the safe space for alternative talk, information, and ideas that the mainstream media absolutely hates. From holistic and alternative medicine, discussions on religion and spirituality, hear entertainment shows, and of course yours truly with the voice of reason. Plus, we offer numerous media services, including helping you set up your own podcast, become your own voice of reason, and bring your expertise to any fun issue or topic. For information on all of our shows, links to podcasts, each show website or social media link, or to find out about everything we do to challenge the mainstream establishment, visit our website at HoosierMedia.com. Again, that's HoosierMedia.com, the future of media.